Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. This week's show is brought to you by the Cyberdyne Systems Wayland Utonic Conglomerate, making you better for the future, one replacement at a time. My name used to be Jason. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's KJ, and in this episode, we discuss our week in review. Uh, well, actually, it's weeks in review, and we talk about the flu. And I tell a snow story that has a happy ending if uh, you could just wait it out. Do wait it out, though, because we do talk about a whole lot more than just the flu and a snowstorm in our weeks in review. Then we will talk top three fruit, whatever a fruit is. Later, find out if we have a guest when we play. Do we have a guest? And we'll wrap it all up with some feedback and a review. All that, plus several conversational tangents. In a week, week. things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So what is up this week? <laughs> uh, good is up this week. We're both we're both here. We're taping. We're among the living. Hey, it's a podcast. Yes. How are? What is up with you? I'm I'm among the living, but barely. Yeah you you've 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 been under the weather. Um, I've been under a whole lot of weather. Yeah. And then it. Did a couple elbow drops on my face when I was down. <laughs> oh, gosh. I had the flu, still sort of do, and then another virus on top of that, they said. Another virus? So, yeah. So I had two viruses, two viri, I guess you would say. <laughs> did they tell you what the virus, the other yeah. virus was? Or did they just say, and you have another virus, mysterious Unknown virus? stomach virus. Unknown gastrointestinal, gastrointestinal virus is what they said. Oh, so you had the influenza with the upper respiratory stuff and a stomach virus. Yes. Oh. The good thing was I never like puked my guts out everywhere. Uh huh. That's good. But I felt like it a lot, like I was gonna or like I could. Uh huh. Nauseous, nauseous, and so they gave me a steroid uh, the end of last week after I'd been after I'd had this for about. Four days, I went to the doctor because the fever just wasn't going away and felt like I was dying. Um, and so when I went there, the, uh, the doctor gave me a steroid. So I'm taking the steroid and the steroid makes you hungry. Yes. Like really hungry. Like you want to eat. And I think I posted on Twitter. I feel like I could run a marathon and eat a steak at every mile point. <laughs> yes. And. Because just because when you the first dose of that steroid the first day it makes you feel like Superman, but only when you're laying in the bed, right? Until immediately you stand up. I would get up and be like, "Yeah, I can do this," and my body goes, "No, no, 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 you cannot." No, so this is uh, so. But taking that, so it's been a weird combination of I want to eat every food ever at once, and oh, I'm going to throw up at the same time. Very yeah. strange. It makes Very you not want feeling. to eat 
Oh, well, it makes oh, me did, not want to eat. Uh-uh, no, I didn't. I didn't eat for about three or four days, and then it was liquids for just, you know, protein drinks, just to try to get some sort of, you know, drinking insurer because I'm old man, yeah. um, trying to get some protein and vitamins and minerals and stuff. And then right now, it's it's the weirdest thing. It went from, like, in my chest and aching and stuff, mm-hmm. and now it's moved up. It like moved up into my head. It's like a reverse cold. It's been the weirdest thing. Ugh. So well, it's all. I'm actually better now, but it's you know I sound worse. Yeah, you sound. I. It sounds to me like you lost your <coughs> you lost your voice, and now you're getting it kind of getting it back, but you're stuffed up a little bit. Oh, it's. Um, you could sing some Barry White right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, the more we talk on this, probably you know since it's still pretty early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to break up more as we go. So my voice might actually get better. It might sound a little better as we're talking, but it wears me out. And like, it's more like wear and tear and exhausting. So oh yeah, it's an energy. I feel like talking less, even though my voice may get better as I kind of break through more of this stuff. But this has been, I've had the flu before. Uh, this will be the fourth time I, that I can remember a couple times as a young kid. Um, and then, Another time as an adult a few years ago, this has been by far the toughest one. Well, toughest. it's all over the news of, you know, the outbreak. It's really bad everywhere, all yeah. 50 states. And um, luckily, knock on wood, it hasn't affected me yet. But good, you know where I work, so uh, it's possible anytime. Yeah. Did you get a flu shot, though? You had to. Right? I had to get a flu shot. And. It may be actually working, even though they're saying that the flu shot's only 30% effective. Maybe I'm one of the 30%. I don't know. but I think the real benefit to getting the shot, and the reason why I will get the shot later this year for the, for the next go-round, and potentially from now on, is it reduces the severity and the duration right. of it, they yes. say. Which yep. is, that's been the worst to me. It's been, there was a few days last week, uh, like Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that I felt like I was had been in a car wreck without the, like just been hit by a car. It was the just aching so much that I couldn't even like think. Yeah, was taken, and I don't take like medication like Advil or Tylenol or anything unless it gets to the point of where I just can't like function or sleep at night. And I was taking Advil like round the clock for like four or five days and just could barely keep my sanity for a couple of days there where I felt like I was going crazy because it was just like not non just nonstop relentless. Yeah. It sounds like it was unrelenting. It was a good time. Yeah. Well, and the last time that I had the flu, I was young, (laughs) younger, Mm -hmm. probably a teenager and the achiness was terrible. And now add on 20 years to that. Yes. That's what makes it worse. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. It's it's definitely, it's harder in your forties. I had it when I was 41 or just, three, four years ago, and it was rough then, but this is this is a whole new level of um, just feeling like, you know, your body is just like saying, I'm about to give up Yeah, <laughs> this is not working for me. Well, um, I'm glad you're on the mend, and thank you oh, to yeah, everybody who, we got a lot of Twitter and Facebook responses yes. wishing, wishing us well. Um, Much appreciated. So, yeah, thank you, and I'm glad you are doing well. So far, oh, yeah, I have managed to complain. avoid it, but who knows? Good. I have Good. seen a several patients that have been in our facility for influenza, so yeah, 
watch out this year. I know. Watch out. Yeah. Well, speaking of weather, mm-hmm. um, we had a huge snowstorm here, and I'm going to tell the snow story so you can, you know, rest your voice a little bit. <laughs> it's story time with KJ. Yeah. Um, so I guess this would be not this Monday, but last Monday. So this is really like two week in reviews because we missed last week. We had this huge snowstorm here in Minnesota, and I think it ended up being 14 and a half inches where I live. It was plenty. Let's just say that. But it's probably the worst that we've had here since I've moved here four or five years ago. Mm. Anyway, the Hall of Famer had a snow day from school, but I, of course, in my profession, don't get (sighs) snow days. So I left the house early for work. And I'm starting to get some freezing rain, but the roads were still fine, so I didn't think much about it. Uh, but then when I left work, it the radio, um, when I'm driving, the radio says, okay, we've gotten about 10 inches. So we'd already gotten about 10 inches by the time I left work. And look, I have no idea what 10 inches of snow actually looks like fresh on the ground. But the the Hall of Famer and I decided that we were not going to have our plow guy come and plow until the entire storm was over. Because we didn't want to pay him twice, you know, trying to be frugal, didn't want to pay him twice. And I thought, well, we'll, you know, we'll get up that driveway. No problem. Because I don't know, it looks the same, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, you know, I have a a superior vehicle. It should be able to go up this driveway. So, so anyway, I'm driving home and I can maybe see two to three front, two to three feet in front of me. And that's it. I, and I think I'm being generous with two to three feet. I don't do well with distances what? and measurements. Ten inches, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you realize that the length of your car hood is less than two to three feet, right? No, Probably. I didn't realize that. So Yeah, that's that's about two feet. Two to three feet would be like from your where you sit in the car. Okay. That wouldn't even get you past the front of the car. Okay, so well, that's about right. could you see like the right. front of the car? I could see the oh, front wow. of the car and just a little bit ahead of me. I mean, it was seriously white. Man. White out conditions. And it was, it was crazy. It was the second worst blizzard I've ever driven in. And that the only difference between it and the worst blizzard I've ever driven in is the distance that I had to travel. I only had to go three miles. So I thought, okay, nobody's really out here right now. You have the road, but you can't see it. So I don't know how good that is, uh, you know, how much of an advantage that is. Um, the worst should, we, bl- should we, wait, wait, should we rely on your accuracy of saying three miles? Since you said you were real bad with distance, no, I know three miles. Was it like twenty-five miles you had to go? It. No, I've clocked it. Or is it like a hundred feet? No, it is three miles because I have clocked it before. How much does a bathtub full of water weigh? Whatever the bathtub weighs <laughs> plus the water. There you go. That's that's the like old standby question to determine how well people are engaging uh, volume and sizes and distances and stuff. What it- is a bathtub full of water? I haven't heard that one, but I have heard of what is the difference or how, what's heavier, a pound of feathers or a pound of gold? Hmm. Let's think about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. I think that's an unanswerable question. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Isn't that one of them rhetorical questions? Rhetorical. Yes, that is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so you're driving in the snowstorm. Driving in the snowstorm. And the worst blizzard probably that I've ever been in was in North Dakota, which probably does not surprise you. No. Um, that one, we actually, only, we had 75 miles to go and we never made it um, that day. We had to stop with only 30 miles left because we could not go any further. We had to get a hotel. Mm. 
and a hundred of motor hundreds of people were stranded on the road overnight in their cars. That was awful. That is that's brutal right there. Yes, we were lucky to get a hotel room. But anyway, the only difference was the distance. The vision vision was about the same for both of these mm-hmm. blizzards. So anyway, I'm kind of white knuckling it and you know, hoping no other car comes by because there's no nobody can see anything. So anyway, I finally get to my road, which is not a main road by any stretch. You know, it's gravel most of the way, but they they do keep it plowed because it's a school bus route. However, there was no school that day. So anyway, it had been plowed, but you could tell it hadn't been plowed for a couple hours because there was three or four inches of snow on it. So you're, you really only have tire tracks to drive in and it's kind of throwing you around because there's a lot of snow on the road. Not 10 inches, but, you know, it's been plowed once, but not they haven't gotten back to it yet. Okay, so I'm driving down my road, and I only have about a quarter mile to go before I tur- turn into my driveway. And well, then I, I do know you live your life a quarter mile at a time, so. <laughs> yes, a quarter mile at a time. Yes, I do. So that's about right. So here I am. I'm getting there. And then I meet a car coming from the other direction. And Wait, and I, down your driveway? No, down from the other road. I'm about to oh. turn up my driveway. And so you have to, my driveway, as we've talked about before, goes way uphill and then it curves sharply to the left. Yes, so it you, is mailman unfriendly. Yes, it is. So you have to kind of, anytime there's, anytime there's any snow, you have to kind of gun it. You got to get a head, you know, you got to get a good, good start. <laughs> so I wanted to give myself a little bit more space to gun it up there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm meeting this other car and I, and I'm like, well, now I can't do that. So I'm just going to park here and wait for him to pass. Well, he stops and then he flashes me his headlights and I'm like, oh, great. Now I got to wait for this guy. What's happening? I don't know what's going on here. And he's, he's got a huge old suburban or a Tahoe, something like that, a big four wheel drive mm-hmm. vehicle that he's tooling around out there. So he's probably a, about, again, keep in mind my distance is about 200 feet away. And I think what he's doing is trying to give me plenty of room to go up the driveway. But I don't want him around because I'm nervous that I'm not going to make it up the driveway. I haven't even looked at mm-hmm. my driveway yet. I'm looking at this guy. So then I flash him back with my headlights. And honest to God, it looked like we were going to play chicken. It really looked oh. like we were about to go at it. <laughs> um, so anyway, he's, he's, then he decides after I flash him, that he, with the headlight, I'd like to clarify, um, he's going to come towards me. <laughs> <laughs> the headlight. There's only, you only have one headlight. That's, that's probably Both headlights. reason you can't see. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Both headlights. Okay. And then, so he starts driving towards me and then I can tell that he's going to stop and, and say something to me. And that's fine. Cause at this point, I don't know if I'm going to make it up my driveway. So I, mm. then he pull, he comes up. I look up my driveway at the same time that he he's pulls up toward towards me and I say, I don't think I'm gonna make it up there today. And he said, Yeah, probably not. So then we look up there and then there's a downed one of my trees is down in the driveway because of the heaviness of the snow. Oh wow. Not a huge tree, but a big limb, a limb that I can't move on my own. So now we know that Wait, it, was it like broken off of the tree? Yes, because of oh, the yeah. snow was Split so heavy. It. Yeah. Yeah, that's I've seen that happen. Oh snap. No, <laughs> okay, so Mm-mm. I meet him. His name is Mike, and he's from North Dakota. So Mike from North Dakota is out there, and he says, "Well, I'll, I'll, um, 
I can, well, no, I can't, because he was going to hook a rope on my car and pull me up. Hmm. He thought he could do that. I didn't, I was suspect. But then when we saw the branch, we knew that wasn't happening. So he says, well, well, why don't I drive, why don't I, I said, well, I think I'm going to go park down at Dressen's. Now, Dressen's is an old saloon from the late 1800s. It's the only business within three miles of my house, but it is right at the turnoff onto my road, about a quarter mile away. It's a bar, saloon. It's a neighborhood place. <laughs> this story make, is making me, making it sound like you live in the 1800s. I know. It it's is a time saloon. travel story. It even says right outside, old time saloon or something. You're anyway, in the old wilderness. Yes, somewhere. I am. So I decided maybe they'll let me park down there and he was going to follow me. And then he said he'd give me a ride back to, to my driveway and I'd hike up the rest of the way. Thank gosh. Mm. I Thank gosh. I brought my boots that to work that day. I normally do not bring my boots. Um. So he drops me off, and, and thankfully, they're in the bar. It's not open, but there are people in there. And I said, can I park here? And they said, no, you cannot, because we have to plow this lot. And I said, well, that makes sense. But then all of a sudden, the plow driver and owner of the bar said, I will move my plow truck, and you can park where I park. And they let us park there overnight until our driveway was plowed out. So, which was very nice because we did honestly did not know. We, there's no place to park the car on the road. If you do that, the plow truck is going to hit you. So there's no real place to put the car unless you call the plow guy. And, you know, we would have done that if we had to. So anyway, we do that. Mike from North Dakota brings me back to my driveway. And then all of a sudden he guns it up the driveway. And I'm like, what's this guy doing? Are we going to like try to jump over the branch or what? So he, I think he really just wanted to see if his truck could go up 10 inches of snow. He drives uh. all the way up and slams on his brake right at the branch. And it's only about a quarter of the way up the driveway that the branch is. And then he says, should I, should I, um, you want me to help you with this branch before, before I go? And I said, well, sure. So he gets out and I can't lift any piece of the branch, only a twig. I found a loose twig I found. I pulled, but he lifts the whole branch. And with his hands? Yeah, he had work gloves in his truck and he gets out and he moves the whole big branch out of the way. And he says, There you go. And he went on his way. And I hiked the rest of the way up and we left our car at the bar overnight. And the guy came and plowed only one time. And now, even after that, the postman comes up our driveway. So Wait, what? I got three good things out of this. That's pretty cool. It's, well, so it was a heart. It was a heartwarming way to end the, you know, the little fiasco that was my poor planning on. I'll just gun it up the driveway. I still think <laughs> I could have made it if the branch wouldn't have been there. But you know, there were two quote unquote neighbors. I've never met either one of them doing something kind for a stranger. And it made me oh. feel better about humanity. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's There's good. still good only, people Only out. you, yes, there are. And I, I got something to say about that in a minute, but I just want to comment that only where you live would you say, one of my neighbors, and the way you refer to him as Mike from North Dakota. Yes. Well, I asked him. Somebody from that. another state is one of your neighbors. No, he's got, I asked him about that. He has North Dakota plates, but he recently moved here. He has land oh. in Fargo. And he's transitioning here, but he hasn't changed his plates yet. Oh, he's Mike previously from North Dakota. Yes, yes. Okay. But right. he still has land in North Dakota, so I don't know. You call it what you want. 
Minnesota, North Dakota. That kind of rhymes. Yeah. So yeah. I just wanted to say that even though, you know, I guess now our, the state of our union is strong because we are unified, I still thought this was a good story because it felt me good. It felt me good. It felt me good. <laughs> I'm I will the one say that this. hasn't even been on any medications this week. I know. Are you sure? Good. Are you on a little self-medication from the <laughs> saloon? Is that what you're doing? Uh, it just, I will say. It was, good, it was a good <laughs> Samaritan story. Yes, totally. That's that's pretty cool. And, and then, I'll say this. Oh, go ahead. Uh, that um, I have come across, I have come to a resolution lately. Not a New Year's resolution, but I guess it's in the New Year, so maybe it is. Maybe it is. Of instead of being irritated by people as much. I'm going to try to be entertained by their ridiculousness. Well, I mean, you kind of have to do that, right? Or yeah. go and say, just laugh. Yeah. 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 And so I'm going to, that's my approach now of anybody that annoys or infuriates me. Instead of being irritated by it, I'm going to try to focus on just, you know, laughing. And if it's laughing, if they are doing it in unintentionally, you know, laughing with them, you know, and bringing them on the joke. But if they are just, you know, stagnant in their way of I'm going to be a moron just laugh at them and just move on so I'm entertained not irritated is my new philosophy I think that's a good one actually going to put into practice so yeah because you know people people just want to be loved people just want you to care about them they just want their own way and you know they just they just want to be loved so yeah just love everybody well these quote-unquote neighbors were very loving towards me now what should I do should I should I just should I send them a thank you card at the bar? Should I? What should I do? Should I just leave it? I said thank you profusely, but I feel like it's yeah. not enough in this situation. No, it's plenty. You do what you want to do. You be you. Yeah, you what do you, you. If you. If you feel like you should give them a gift, then give them a gift. I never feel like giving a gift, but what I would do is ask them if there's anything else I could do for them the next time I saw them. And be yes. like, hey, if you ever need anything, let me know. And not just a general, hey, you know, let me know. But like a seriously, you know, can I? Is there something I can help you with now? Because often, people who are willing to take time to help other people, I find that the people who spend more of their time helping other people often do not get the offer in return. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah. It's it's a strange thing. It's a weird. It's a weird kind of like paradox there, where if you spend all your other time helping other people sometimes you just need somebody to go hey can i help you something and it could be something simple and just you know whatever so good good point maybe i'll go you know see if i can find mike from north dakota he only lives between me and the bar no oh okay very very close see you're throwing me off with this mike from north dakota yeah mike previously from north dakota yeah okay sorry mike previously from north dakota formerly of north dakota so anyway that long Snow tail at least lets you rest your voice if anything else. If yeah, nothing else. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. It's it's more of the um it's actually breaking up now, so it's actually good. It's breaking the stuff up in my chest and throat and it's actually helping a little bit to talk a little bit more. So good. Um not bad. It's the the lack of energy is the thing, the just being exhausted where yeah. hey, I'm gonna stand up for five minutes where normally it'd be like no problem. You stand up for five minutes right after you've had the flu and it's just like I my body is yet to recover from fighting it off to be able to just do normal basic stuff without getting exhausted. So let me ask you this. Are you sitting for this podcast oh, no. or are you standing? No, I'm standing up. 
Okay, so we're still at a tally of one time that you've sat for our podcast, and that was the chatter. Mm-hmm. That's because we had to. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll be honest with you. If we went back again, I would just be like, uh, can, can we adjust this gooseneck on this mic um, stand so that I can just stand up? <laughs> Oh, I would love to it's see just, that. I'm just comfortable. I mean, if if I didn't have to be in front of this mic, I would actually be walking around the room as we're talking. And I mean, you've, you've seen me do that before. Yes, I have. In person. So yes. it's, just, it's just a natural habit of, it's how I think, is walking around. Yeah. Um, oh, so that a, a little, little, another little silver lining of this snow mm-hmm. was that the next day I happened to have off anyway, and the Hall of Famer had a snow day, so two in a row, which is almost unheard of in Minnesota. Wow. So we went snowshoeing right on our property and got lots of very pretty pictures uh, because yes. the snow was so heavy and no wind. And so it was just beautiful. It was like a winter wonderland. And I didn't have yeah. to go anywhere. So it was great. No responsibilities. It was really great. I saw a lot of those or some of those on Twitter. I was checking in every now and then, even though I wasn't really posting anything or Anything I saw, I saw a bunch of those pictures that look cool. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I post I posted them for you because I had punny captions. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Should we move on from that? Uh, yeah, I do want to say um, that I got a couple things in the mail in the past month that I'd like to shout out people for. Oh, all uh, right. Sort sort of like mail feedback. Yes. Even though it's in the weekend review. Okay. Um. Uh, I got something from Anita that she sent us, sent to uh, Jason's wife and I uh, back before Christmas, and I just found it in the garage because the uh, mail carrier stuck it on a shelf behind a bunch of tools in my garage. Yeah, you said, I saw this on Twitter. What? Why? How does that even happen? Why does he think that's a designated area? Why does she think that's a designated uh, area? I have no idea. This has happened a couple times now, and... It was like four weeks later, I'm like, what is this? This is, I'm like looking for something in my garage, like on a shelf, you know, like those big giant, like four level plastic Home Depot kind of Lowe's kind of shelves. Yes. Like storage mm-hmm. shelves in the garage. And it's like just stuck behind the tool, tool thing on, in, in the garage. And I'm like, what, that what is, are you doing? Okay. So first of, I, I need to ask, was this, this was uh salmon? Was this salmon that was? No, 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 no. It was, okay. it was, um, it was uh candy, okay. which is good. All right. So, so it, it kind of like, yeah, it was fine. Although it had been so cold here, the salmon probably would have been okay. But um, <laughs> no, thankfully, uh, a couple of years back, Anita had sent us a ton of salmon. Yes. Like we stocked our entire freezer full. It was awesome. I know. Um, I got it too. It was awesome. So so was so, this. These were chocolate-covered Alaskan cherries, right? That is correct. Yes. Very good. I, I have some too from her, and I am doing Whole30, so I am saving those. I have three days left, and I'm going to go into that po- box. Uh, and I also got a package from our friend John Fitzpatrick. You did. What did John yes, send you? He sent me a whole box of guitar strings. Awesome. Which is awesome. They were um, the ones that I've put on some of my guitars. And he he texted me. He's like, "Hey, do you ever, would you, would you be interested in this?" I'm like, "Yeah, if you don't want them." And so he sent them to me, and it was very cool. And one of the coolest things in there was he he'd written me a little note. So I mean, just a little handwritten thing, which was very very cool. I want to say shout out to John for that. Thanks and. Um, I'm going to put them on my daughter's guitar because um, I'm resetting up her guitar for that she got for Christmas and uh, going to put them on there. So that's they're going to go to use and 
maybe we have a future music, another future musician. So thanks, John. That's awesome. Now, and your daughter, your daughter is uh, a Southpaw, correct? Yes. That's why I'm having to change the guitar. Over. Yes. Um, which is interesting to me because I'm a Southpaw, but I don't play, I don't play that way. Have you ever tried it? Um, I haven't tried it with the guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes, it's, it's. I don't think I, I could do it. Well, I didn't think it would make that much of a difference, but I tried it with her. I tried it, you know, right-handed because mm-hmm. it's a right-handed guitar. I'm just going to flip it over, do a little Jimi Hendrix action. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So she was messing with it right-handed. And I was like, eh, this is not too bad. And then I was like, let's just try this. And so I flipped it over and went and set it up for the other, for left-handed. And it was just like, okay, this is a world of difference. She's so much better this way. Really? Yeah. So maybe try it. Yeah, I, you it would be. Work. You could be a virtuoso on the ukulele, maybe if you went left-handed. Uh, so you're if saying I'm not already? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, te- I'm teasing. I'm not. I'm definitely not. You're good now. I'm saying you could be like world class. You could I be can't. like Yo-Yo Ma of the. That'd be awesome, ukulele. but I don't think that's the that's the uh, solution. It's really ukulele Yo-Yo Ma. I, I'm not. I couldn't do it. Um, I know that because I do most of my. I do most of my things. Right-handed, hmm. golfing, batting, all that is right-handed. So the only thing you do left-handed is right, right, and eat. Oh, eat, yeah. And put That's my pant thing. leg, left pant leg, in first. You know, well, I do that, and I'm right-handed. Okay, yeah, I really do. It's not. It's not. I'm not an. Am, I'm not ambidextrous because you have to do things equally as well. I think to be called that, well, but I'm close. Well, I mean, I mean, I know you can't breathe underwater. What does that got to do with this? <laughs> You actually, you're right. I can't breathe underwater. I can't even swim. We know this. Yeah. I can so write with my right hand, but it's not quite as good as my left. Maybe you are ambidextrous. Maybe. Hmm. But I could not play guitar with, I could not play it. I know that I couldn't do that. Well, I can't play guitar left-handed and I've sort of tried it a little bit. So Have you? Well, I think that's really cool, uh, John, to send you those and yes. um, hopefully that when have you switched the guitar over or you haven't yet? I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to. I th- it was a task for last week, and then the flu had other ideas. Yeah, does your and your daughter does show interest in playing guitar? Oh, she's all about playing music. Awesome. I think, I think actually she's going to take some piano lessons first because she seems it's she's in she has interest in, in playing any kind of music and singing. And she told us last week she goes, "I'm start writing some songs." Awesome. Like, really? She's like, "Yeah, I'm writing some songs." And she just will start singing this melody and making up words. And it's, it's actually not bad, to be honest, for a seven-year-old. So Very cool. Yeah. Six, whatever she is. I don't know how she is. Well, it's hard to keep track of things, especially when you haven't been <coughs> feeling well. Yeah. I, just, I live here with two other. There's two other like small half-adults that live here with me. And I just kind of have to deal with them every now and then. Yeah. Anything else going on in the last two weeks with you? Uh, no, I think the the snow story dragged on long enough. We can stop it there. <laughs> and now, right now, it's time for the SOT. Speaking of tangents, top three, top three. We talking about talking whatever, about whatever we, we please. Ha 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 ha. Yes, it's top three time. We haven't done top three since our five. Days of holidays, I don't think. This is a lot of numbers. Yes. 
All right, we'll move on from numbers. Well, you remember in the last episode we have had, which is two weeks ago now, uh, the fantasy football wrap up, we talked bananas. Bananas were that mentioned. That was two weeks ago? That seems like a month and a half ago. Well, you you know, you've been sick, so things kind of slow down and your body yeah. slows down and your mind slows down. At least I, mine does. I feel like I, I, I literally feel like it was three weeks ago that I had the flu. It's just, it is, it does that. Yeah, yeah it just drags everything, just drags. Um, but we talked about bananas briefly, but boy, did people want to talk about bananas after that episode came out. And, and I think it was John Miller at JKM563. I think he started it all off with his, his tweet, and I'm going to read his tweet. Bananas are the perfect fruit. It allows you to enjoy it at the precise moment you prefer. By just looking at the skin, deep yellow, a little firmer, less sweet, pale yellow, little brown, more sweet, little mushy, also versatile for baking, freezing, etc. And that, oh, etc. Stop. End of tweet. I, he typed all that in there? Yeah. That seems like more than 140 characters. Well, 280. Or 280, yeah. End of tweet. Freezing, etc. He really likes bananas, obviously. But that then, I mean, I don't know what happened, but then there was a firestorm of tweets about bananas and people's opinions on bananas, which was which is reasonable, I guess, to people explaining whether they like bananas or not. But and there was some really epic little mini rants from Patrick Moffat that I encourage people to to find that to find that thread on Speak Tangents and read along. But then it went from favorite fruits, still reasonable. So people went from bananas to listing their favorite fruits. And then it went to people giving their height and weight, people saying they bought too much at the grocery store and getting in trouble with their spouses, to, I don't know, yogurt being wasted calories, and then beer being wasted calories, and then banana bitcoins. Hmm. Do you remember well, banana bitcoins? The tweet about banana bitcoins. I didn't know where that thread was going. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. And um, I will say that the flu has been bad this year, <laughs> but I'm sort of glad I got the flu and missed all this because this sounds <laughs> insane. Well, I know that you commented on some of this, the banana Bitcoin one. I don't know where I was at that point. So, yeah. So I have a <laughs> I have I have a tolerate hate. Where are we going with this? I I have a tolerate hate relationship with bananas. I'll eat them, but I don't really like them. So where that are we going with this? <laughs> Let's give our top three fruits. Okay. Why not? Why not join the conversation? Okay. And I put a lot of thought into my top three fruits. Obviously, uh, I put zero. Yeah, because I think if you're going to call it your favorite fruit, you know, fruit requires a lot of maintenance. I think actually the easiest fruit might be the lowest maintenance fruit might be a banana. All you have to do is peel it. But what? What? Give me a high maintenance fruit so I have an example because I'm confused. Well, a high maintenance fruit is my number three. Peaches. Why are peaches high maintenance? Because of the pit. I don't know if I've ever eaten a peach. I, okay, so first of all, if I'm gonna, so number three for me is a peach. I, mm -hmm. I like to I like to cut the peach up to avoid the pit. So I don't I don't just eat the peach 
hole, I cut it up because I don't want to okay. deal with the pit. So that's a knock against them. That's a high maintenance right there. What is a peach pit? It's like a seed in the middle? Well, it's, it's pretty big. It's got a good fruit to pit, fruit to pit ratio. Okay, what I'm picturing in my head, it looks sort of like a like an acorn in the middle. Yeah. Like a nut, like a walnut. Yes. In the middle. Yep. With grooves. Mm. The only peaches I've ever had have been in a fruit cocktail. Yeah, well those aren't good. What? They're they're not good. I mean, they're full of slimy juice. Well, not if you get in not without if you get them without the syrup. They they taste okay, but they're not a pe- oh. Of natural peach. Well, then I've probably never had that then. Okay, but they t- see peaches taste delicious, but you have to cut them open and deal with the pit, and so that makes it a little higher maintenance. So I gave my I gave it my high maintenance score of six point three. On a scale of what? Zero to ten. Closer to zero, the lower the maintenance. So it's pretty high maintenance. I don't like to take a lot of time for my fruit. Okay. You've already taken more time than I would to eat a peach. <laughs> yeah, I know. You have to explain I, these things. If you're going to rank them, you, gotta, you have to explain them. I, I don't. I never have to explain myself. <laughs> well, number two. Don't you know who I am? Yes, I do know who you are. Okay. That That... Yeah, that was that was that wasn't a rhetorical question. Oh, okay. I may I'm not sure who I know who I am today. I'm, this, I'm not sure we, I know who I am what today. What are we either. doing? <laughs> this. Uh, <laughs> I, I've never had a like fresh peach okay, that I can well, ever remember. You, I don't like peach flavoring, so I'm going to say I'm out on number three. You're out on number three. Okay. Do you mm-hmm. want to hear number two or should we just end this right now? For, no, I want to hear, hear it. I want to hear it. Raspberries are number two. I like blue raspberry. Is blue a flavor? I like that. What do you mean blue raspberry? There's no blue raspberries. Yeah. You're talking Can't about like flavors like on um, slushies? Kool-Aid. Yeah, blue. Yeah, I like blue raspberry, but they don't have blue raspberries out in nature. But in that, in that, the flavor of a raspberry. Yeah, I guess so. It's just raspberry with blue food coloring. Yeah, so it's blue. Yeah, I I like blue. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna go um, number three fruit for me would be not peaches. Uh, number two would be blue. Okay. And what how, what maintenance score would you give blue? Um, High maintenance score, I should say. What's the Closer to zero, the lower the maintenance. Well, if it's above zero, I ain't eating it because it's not worth it. Well, see, raspberries to me are worth it. Hmm. They have a, they're very tasty, but. What flavor is a raspberry? Raspberry. Raspberries in actual flavor? Yes. What does it taste like? To me, it tastes like raspberry. Okay. Sweet, (laughs) sweet. I'm still going with blue. Okay. But the knock against raspberries for me is the, the seeds stick in my teeth and the bugs are hard to wash out. Okay. I'm, I ain't eating anything with seeds and I'm not into bugs in my teeth. So I'm, I guess I'm out on number two as well. And I'm giving raspberry a high maintenance score of 4.2. Better than the peach. Okay. 
Number so one. a raspberry is easier to eat than a peach? Yes. You have to wash them. Uh, but don't you just rinse it off and stick it in your mouth and eat it? Yeah, but there sometimes you'll get a bug in there, which I guess people would say, well, that's protein. I don't like the idea of eating bugs. And the, te- uh, the, the seeds stick in your teeth, but the taste of raspberries are superior to peaches. So even with the maintenance, it's raspberries go above peach. This is a whole new world to me. I didn't know that bugs, you could get a bug in raspberries. Absolutely. All right. Raspberries come from the ground. So does everything. Yeah. So you could get bugs on anything. True. All right. Let's go to number one. So you, yours is not peaches and blue, and mine is peaches, Correct. raspberries. Uh-huh. Number one are strawberries. Nope. Yes. Nope. They have a wonderful taste, and it's pretty low maintenance. 2.5 on the scale. But still you got seeds. But they don't stick in my seat. They don't stick in my teeth or my seat because I eat them. No. I've never had a strawberry seed stick in my teeth. Not like a raspberry seed. All you have to do is wash them. You can eat them, but you can hold the stem and eat them to the the stem. Or you could cut the stem off and slice them. They do have, you know, some maintenance, but they are number one. Strawberries have stems? Not stems, but the little green thing on the end. What's it called? Parsley. No. Garnish. Sage. Leaves. Rosemary. Thyme. Thyme. Yeah. So what's your number one? Not strawberries? Um, no. Let me think here. Probably apple. I like apples. Do you eat apples whole or do you slice them? Slice them. Okay. I used to eat them whole. Now I'm just, you know, just cut a chunk off and eat it. Apples are just... Okay for me. I like them. Honeycrisp apples are good. I like, um, what's that other one? There's another one, like, recently there's been a hybrid come yes. out that I can't remember. My favorite is a new new uh, hybrid. It's called Sweet Tango. I don't think I've had that one. Is that a new one? I think it's fairly new. Discovered at mm-hmm. the University of Minnesota. Oh, maybe it hasn't migrated mm-hmm. down south yet. I think it's called Sweet Tango. Sounds like a dance. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And and Honeycrisp is good too, but I or like horse the, name. I like the sweet tango better. Yeah. And of course I have to give you an honorable mention. Sure. Cherries. Yeah, cherries are good. The knock on cherries is that they have oh, I would say average or at least below maybe below average fruit to pit ratio. But you know, they're great taste, but there's not a lot of bang for your buck with each individual cherry because the pit takes up over half the cherry. Really? Yeah. What? I love the taste of cherries. If they could be pitless, they'd be in my top three. What does a cherry pit look like? Because I've eaten cherries and... It looks like... just put the whole thing in my mouth and chew it up and swallow it. Are you sure you weren't eating grapes? (laughs) Well... There's two point, There's two answers to that question. No, I'm not sure, but yeah, I know what a difference is to grape and a cherry. Okay, is. well, you know, you should know what a cherry pit looks like then. Well, I mean, when I take the cherry off of the ice cream or the milkshake and put it in my mouth. Oh, and yes, it, that's a different cherry, though. That's a different kind of cherry? Yes, the, the, cherries, that, cherry? the cherries that they put on top of ice cream dessert. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, that is a Mary, what's that called? 
Mara. I'm waiting. I know it's not mariachi. <laughs> the Rooney the Rooney Mara cherry. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not a mariachi. Maraschino. Yeah, maraschino. Which I <laughs> do maraschino. like those, but that is not the type of cherry I'm talking about. Okay, that's 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 the cherries that I like. I'm talking about the, you know, the cherries that are Ed Ed Butt cherries, not the dried ones, but the ones that come from Michigan, the cherries. Ah, what okay. are they called? I can't remember. They have a different they have a name. They're not mariachi cherries. <laughs> Mario, Steve Mariucci. Maraschino. Maraschino. Maraschino, yes. I I think what I'm saying is I like fake fruit. Yeah, well. That's my favorite. That's my number one, fake fruit. Fruit that is not actually fruit, but is just made to resemble fruit. Or, or like fruit, fruit cocktails, cocktails with the cherry, yeah. the one cherry that always comes in yeah. the can. You only get one cherry. That's why I don't like fruit cocktail. They stiff you on the cherries. Oh, they've changed it. It's it's different now. Oh, they have. Yeah. Either that or I just became an adult and went, oh, if I spend two nickels more, I get actual five cherries in here as as opposed to, you know, one. Okay. All right. So, I'll yeah. make, I, I don't think I'm going to try any more fruit cocktail in my life, but it's I'm glad that, you know, maybe somebody complained enough to get... The more cherries in there. My favorite part besides the cherry was always the peaches in the fruit cocktail. The pears were just, eh. Oh, pears are better to me. Peaches were the worst part of that to me. I don't like peach flavor. We could, we could split a fruit cocktail and be, both of us could be very happy, except we might fight over the cherry. Nah, you can have it. It's not that big of a deal. All right. So anyway. Not eat fruit in general. That is why I put cherries honorable mention because of the low, the the pit, you don't get much cherry. Hmm. It's definitely so, lower maintenance though than a peach. So you just have to weigh the pros and cons. You didn't give a cons. score for that, did you? Though I, what's the score? Uh, Six point four. Ooh, okay. Very close to the peach. So I could be persuaded, but. Hmm. So, run down your top seven fruits or was it four? I stopped. Three of, three I stopped. I only gave one honorable mention. Aren't you proud of me? Cherries. Yes. Okay. So no. from three to one, what we got? Peaches, raspberries, mm-hmm. strawberries. And then cherries, honorable mention. Yes. And then above and all go. fruits, for maintenance purposes, dried fruits are good. Yeah, that's not that's not bad. I, I, can, I can go with that. Um, Especially so dried I'm say things. not peaches, blue, fake fruits. Good. There you have it. I think that was pretty scientific, don't you? I do. I really do. You did, you, you did well. Especially when not knowing the topic. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Hello, fellow humans. Thank you for listening to the Speaking of Tangents podcast. A podcast for your ears. If you would like to send us feedback, you can reach us on Twitter at Speak Tangents via email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com or you can just relax as we read your mind and upload your thoughts to the collective. Thank you. So, do we have any feedback? Oh, yes, Which, we do. Yeah. Uh, do we do we have any that we have been able to call from the massive amount of feedback over the last month? We called, we called a few. Um, okay. We'll start out with the 
tweets from our last episode, mm-hmm. the fantasy football was, wrap up, which was two yes. weeks ago, I think. Thank you for reminding me because yes. I had forgotten which episode was last. <laughs> the fantasy football wrap up and a lot of other stuff was included, as we've already discussed, such as bananas mm-hmm. in that episode. So Brad Weiss at one Brad Weiss says, birds, bugs, and bananas one, fantasy football zero. I preferred the derailment, Patrick Moffat. <laughs> See, that's that's always the best part of that podcast is the just whatever, wherever we end up uh-huh. that has nothing to do with football or sports in general. He found, and he, he <coughs> the alliteration was really good with the three Bs there, birds, bugs, and bananas. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you what, um, speaking of uh, bananas, mm-hmm. didn't we talk about chocolate bananas in that one? I think we did mention chocolate bananas, yes. Yeah, did I ever tell you what my son said having to do with that, related to that? Uh, I don't think so. Um, he was drinking a drink one time. This is when he was like four years old. He goes, this tastes like a monkey. And I said, what? He goes, this tastes like a monkey. And I said, what does a monkey taste like? He goes, it's pretty good. Chocolate and bananas. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of clever. I don't think you did tell me that, but it it, yeah. it, it is very <laughs> clever. And how old was he? He was like four. Funny. Tastes like a monkey. Speaking of derailment. Yes, speaking of derailment. Matthew Vogel at Vogel Matt. At the end of the fantasy football deep dive, it was asked how many were still listening. I was, but it's more surprising that Buffalo Alice was still listening and hadn't hung up again. (laughs) In reference to the last time. I don't think I ever hung up, did I? No, no. (laughs) Okay. But that was the we did a it was the joke where we did get disconnected. We did get disconnected. That's right. Yeah. Okay. But when we came back, we were kind of talking and we did just kind of just continued to ramble and we went on for like another hour. Yeah, me yes. and you and Robin yeah. Patrick talking, which is what usually goes. Yeah. That we didn't even include because we we just went way off in the middle of nowhere, and so we decided we got to cut some we got to cut somewhere. So. We'll just cut where you got disconnected. Yes. And then I put the dial tone in. That's I mean, right. That's right. Doing yeah. this over the phone. So that's. Okay. That's, you know, that's the joke. Is. Okay. Yeah. I don't think because I get it now. I mean, I got it. I thought that's what he was referring to. <laughs> but then I started wondering, did I ever hang up? Because, you know, I wouldn't put it past me, but I guess. I No. <laughs> so some of those fantasy football things can get way in the weeds, yeah. as Rob likes to say. Uh, Brendan in Jersey at Brendan in Jersey. And we also talked about halftime shows during that fantasy football. Mm. And so he's talking about halftime shows. And he says, Prince, far and away, best halftime show, at least of my conscious lifetime. Yep. And, Speaking um, of halftime shows. Yeah. Speaking of, my Coming boy up. is in the same state I'm in. Yes. Doing the halftime show. Doing the halftime show. And he mm. just had a birthday recently. Mm. And so, you know, he was putting out videos of himself. Which he's never done before. So he must be promoting, he's promoting a lot this week about his birthday and about releasing new songs. And he's really it's enjoying like he, his time in Minnesota. He's feeling himself. He is. As some people might say, yep. which is, has both a positive and a negative connotation. Yeah, I do think the negative outweighs that. However, I don't mind because it's him. I don't mind. I, yeah. But. He needs to, he needs to. Have we talked about that? We talked about this on the fantasy football thing where he need he might need to scale it back a little bit, man of the woods. Yes, we did talk about that. And he, okay. he, he actually posted a video about um 
Stop telling me I'm making a country album. Man of the Woods means my it's my son's name. It means my son's name means Man of the Woods. Stop it. Yeah. So And that that would have been totally fine. That He's feeling the he's feeling the critics and the album hasn't even come out yet. Oh. People have been crushing him yeah. unfairly. I mean, I yeah. I even was like, "Ooh, let up, man! Uh-huh. He's leave him alone. He's he's okay." Yeah. I mean, I like to pick on you because he's your boy, right. but I, he's he's good. Stop, yeah. stop, just crushing him. And here's the thing: that first video was a mistake. That first promotion, I think, was incredibly pretentious. Absolutely, and I and I do think he meant it to be that way, but people aren't getting it. If he did mean it to be that way, people aren't getting it. Well, they are crushing him for that, and that's that's kind of where I think this avalanche of, you know, people coming down on him this past couple of weeks have been has started with that, Probably. and it's just yeah. Hopefully, I'm hoping he I'm hoping he does well, and then people will shut up. I think he will do well. It may, people aren't going to say it's the best because people have already oh, made no. up their minds on the best. But I think he'll he'll the, if you whether you like him or not, the guy puts on a good show. Yeah, but Prince is the best. Yeah, and speaking of Prince, I bought Purple Rain on vinyl this week. Sweet. Yes, and there are songs on that record I've never heard before. Uh, let's see, like what? Okay, so the first song is Let's Go Crazy. Mm -hmm. And then there are two or three in the middle there that I had not heard of before. Really? I don't remember the names of them right off the top of my head, but. Okay. And really, there's only a few that I have heard. Purple Rain, obviously, being one of them. Let's Go Crazy, Mm -hmm. When Doves Cry. Um, I can't remember the other ones that, I don't have the record in front of me, so. But I do album. like the ones that I hadn't heard before. Yeah, it's it's great. Takes me back to childhood. Yeah. Uh, and along the same lines of halftime Super Bowl performances, James Cunningham at James IV 1978, he said, I'm with you when it comes to separating my sports and my concerts. I don't want to watch football for halftime shows, and I don't want to watch a football game in the lawn of a Dave Matthews concert. That is an excellent point. Oh, I don't watch football for halftime shows, and I don't want to watch football game in the lawn of Dave Matthews' concert. Yeah, so people ha- might already have their minds made up that Timberlake's going to stink because they don't want to see that, and that's fine. N- not everybody's going to like it, but mm-hmm. I think he will put on a good show. I, I think he will too. I think it- critics will crush him regardless. Some people will because oh, yeah. it it's – the pretentiousness of those first few videos or this album, I think, did he get, it's almost like he got a different PR team or like marketing firm working for him. Oh, yeah. And I think, He's definitely, I think they have made some uh, missteps and have gone in some wrong directions because he could put out an album and just get out there and go, hey, I'm putting out an album and it's music and it's I'm playing with the, what is it, the Tennessee Kids? Is that the yeah, band? Yeah. And do that. And people would love that and just, it's still going to sell. I know. He doesn't have to promote it like this and go over the top and put such a target on his forehead yeah. for this kind of stuff. That's what so I said last I week. I think this was a mistake. You're I think going this too old, far. Just, just yeah. give me the album. Yeah, just put the album out and let it speak for itself. And then I think it would have built more of a groundswell, grassroots kind of – I mean, how can you be grassroots when you're Justin yep, Timberlake? Right. But it would have been more natural, organic, like hype wave coming rather than – just, you know, all this, I, even people like Beyonce now, when they put out an album, they're like, hey, here's an album. Yeah. 
And it's rare when you have somebody that's at that, you know, that's already famous, like worldwide famous, that has to like put out all this promotional material ahead of time. I think he's wasting time and money on these people that are making this stuff for it. I think this is a total mistake. I do too. But, and yeah, he, what do I know? He's promoted more. I have noticed an uptick in his promotion, which I. I think his agent said, hey, you got the Super Bowl thing. You know, we got to make the big deal. We got to really capitalize. We have to synergize your fan base and capitalize on your promotion and this opportunity of the Super Bowl to reach new fans. And what's going to happen is people are, you know, even people who don't watch football are watching the Super Bowl. Um, yes. And they they watch commercials and halftime shows. The problem is this way of promoting it, I think, turns off new people. Mm-hmm. It so could, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's doing more damage than it is benefiting. I mean, people will say, what, what would you say? No good promotion is bad promotion or whatever. I still stand ago. by that I was saying the same thing as Rob What was you're saying. saying meant the same thing. It's just not the cliche yeah. saying, yeah. Well, um, I don't but need anyway. to follow cliches. I make my own cliches. There you go. <laughs> Yes. Trailblazing. Yes. You know, like a man of the woods would. Or, yes, exactly. And he's tweeted twice now about how cold Minnesota is. And I'm thinking, dude, stop complaining about the weather. Just embrace it. Yeah. And he's taken over like Paisley Park, right? For like a yes, party or something. Yes, he took over Paisley Park. Prince fans are Prince pissed. Prince fans, wow. They, Prince fans They are were the most pissed, brutal. Yes. They, they were upset. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, come on, that's it's just... It's Prince's house, and uh-huh. it's a museum now. And if he's renting it, I mean, people were like, he should not have an alcohol license and stuff there. And I'm like, Prince had parties that had. What are you talking about? I know. Yeah, they went over. They they didn't like it. They didn't like mm-hmm. it at all. Um. Sh- okay, let's move on to Stat Young Man or Young Stat Man. Cool. Luke Overby at Luke Overby. Um, speaking of tangents, asked me on their fantasy football recap episode what the odds were of Foles, Keenum, and Bortles all starting in the NFL Conference Finals. According to my contract, I'm obligated to reply. Assuming statistical independence and using the 538 preseason ELO predictions, um, which I add parenthetically here, I have no idea what he's talking about. What? He says 538 is. I knew I know what 538 is, but I don't know what ELO prediction is. Well, that's, you know, electric light orchestra. It's like um, the handsome albums in the 70s. Yeah, Yeah, okay. That's what I'm assuming. Well, that makes more sense. The chances of all three of those teams winning their divisions is about 0.45%. That's really low, but keep in mind the highest probability of any set of three teams doing that is 15.5%. So, yeah, pretty low. Yeah. So, thank you, Stat Young Man. Yes, that is very impressive. Yeah. That that he was able to put a couple – I mean – I knew he could do it is the reason why I shouted it out to him, but that's that's great. That's it, really good. It, I have no idea how he, he used – well, he used the 538 preseason ELL predictions to do well, it. Well, he's an analytics genius. That's I know. How he did. I know. He's really smart. <laughs> um, and on Facebook, Jamie Julian said, my favorite part of the podcast was when Rob was talking that, about that stupid bug crawling on the lamp. He said, it's not very bright. And then KJ quipped, the bug or the lamp? <laughs> I snort guffawed. I didn't even know that was possible. I don't know if any of the other hosts heard it since there was no obvious reaction, but it made my day. Oh, I heard it. And I, I was laughing. Thank I just you, backed Jamie. away from the mic. Because I, I tweeted about this already that, that her, I tweeted her um, Facebook post because it made my day. And cool. so I hate it when a good corny joke falls on deaf ears. 
I mean, total crickets when I said that. I'm glad somebody appreciated it. Oh, I heard it. it. I caught it. You heard it? Okay. Yeah. The other thing is, it's some, it, we, you and I even do it when it's just the two of us every now and then we're, we're talking. And because it's a slight delay to us, even though it doesn't sound like it on the podcast, we're yes. hearing each other slightly delayed. Right. And so sometimes when one of us is talking, the other one will say something and it will be underneath. Mm-hmm. And I don't catch it until I'm going back to edit the podcast later when we're, yes. when we're editing back to the, listen to the edited version. It happens like, a lot because I will say, oh, I I'm didn't like, hear oh. you say that. Yeah. So that kind of thing happens to us. So I definitely heard it and laughed. The other thing is when you add two more people in there, it adds more confusion. So you have yeah. more crosstalk going on and that yeah. kind of stuff. But also some of the funniest things in our podcast to me are those things that go under the radar like that. Mm-hmm that we don't even acknowledge and keep going just like this. And this was the perfect example of that. It made my day. So thank you for Jamie for posting that. Yeah. I'm glad somebody (laughs) else caught that. Uh, Okay. Now here's a general (coughs) tweet we got from Kevin Stanfield at Stanfield Kevin. Kevin. Wouldn't speaking of tangents be a great place for a movie reveal movie reviewer that hasn't actually seen the movie. I think that's an excellent idea. I do too. Um, iTunes. We had another iTunes review. Well, Sweet. a ranking, really. Someone gave us a five-star rating, but no written review, which I didn't know you could even do. Yeah, that's cool. But, I'll go with that. Yeah, that's great. I just didn't know you could do that. So well, I think I think sometimes on iTunes, the star rating will show up, and then like maybe sometimes it takes like three to six weeks for the actual review to show up at times. It's weird. I know it's, there's a delay. I didn't realize it was that big of a de- delay. But yeah, I don't it's, know who it's it can from. Take uh, but whomever did it, thanks. Keep them coming. Keep Absolutely, them coming. Um, also, no, it wasn't me. Also, it we are me. now on Google Play. Yes, you took care of that during my yes, I did s- season of sickness. I was so Good proud job. of myself. I've never done such a thing before. <laughs> I kept getting all these emails, and I was like, I, I can't even think right now. I don't know <laughs> what you're saying. Go for it. Um, so, if you're an Androider, check us out on Google Play. All are right, you an Android. Huh? There's there's androids that listen to this? Yes. Okay. And bots. I don't know what bots are. What are bots? The opposite of tops. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we have to do a little food. Okay. Ed Butt at EDB1947. Ed Butt was replying to a tweet from Sherilyn Eiffel. Eiffel? I think she's... Isn't she a... uh, a lawyer for the NAACP. I think that's Good who that is. Yeah. Okay. So she said, Sherilyn said, how is Butterfinger still a thing? Along with Mary Jane's and bit of honey, it should have been expelled from the great night from the great 1970s candy canon long ago. Hmm. So if she's really is a lawyer from the NAACP, uh, it makes me happy that she's tweeting about candy. Absolutely. Um, so Ed Butt replied to her saying, Butterfinger is the best candy ever. Nice. I like Butterfinger, but I wouldn't put it in that. I wouldn't say best candy. What What about you? Um, I liked it when I could eat it. I can't eat it anymore, so I wouldn't know. Because it say. sticks in your teeth? Yes. Yeah. I'd have to put milk duds there. Caramel and sticky candies and like Jolly Ranchers, anything chewy or crunchy. Not friends to those with crowns. No. Not. I have crowns, so. but I still... Stupidly eat the, these candies, milk duds, butterfingers. Um, yeah, milk duds are really bad. Milk duds are really bad for sticking. Yes. But I love milk duds. I think we've we've gone over that. 
ad nauseum. Um, and on Facebook, banana milk duds. No, we don't like banana milk duds. No, we don't. Um, and on Facebook, Sarah Susie, whom we have not heard from before. Sarah and I went to undergraduate school together. Cool. What's up, Sarah? Anyway, Sarah Susie sent us an article about mm -hmm. Amazon offering monthly Oreo subscription boxes. What? What is right? So I had I wrote this down. Membership. We live in a wonderful world. No, because here's what it is. Memberships can only be bought in three, six, or 12-month plans. Okay, that's fine. But a three-month subscription to the Oreo Cookie Club costs, wait for it, $59.97. Three months. Okay. A six-month costs $119, and a year supply costs $240, roughly. Best value. Now, but listen, here is why this is not a good deal. With a subscription to the Oreo Cookie Club, each month, you will receive a box with two packages of different flavored Oreos. Oh, no. No, nope. right? And then you get a recipe card and an Oreo-inspired gift that could be a hat, mug, game, or some other collectible item. What the crap is this? Each month's shipment has a total value of about $24.99. Come on with this. Who wants this the is gift? Like, Who wants a recipe? And don't send me flavored Oreos. Nuh-uh. This is like inviting the vampire into your house. <laughs> uh, okay, it's, I want to hear like this. It's like in the movies. Well, it's, that's, that's one of the movie rules of vampires. They can't come in unless you invite them in your oh, house. Yes. Yeah. So right. the vampires are the flavored Oreos. You're, you're asking them to be, you're inviting them to come to your house. You're, yeah. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> Which is not the movie screen. Who would do this? No, it's not the movie screen. <laughs> do you remember the name of the movie, though? Because we, oh, we, we talked about this before. We, we did, and it's a horror movie from the 70s, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And it would be very strange to get a call from inside your house. Yeah. It would probably, especially if it was somebody you didn't know, and they were to call you. A stranger? Yeah. It would be. Is that part of the title? A stranger? Yes, sort of. I can't remember what it's called. Well, when you think about it, let me know. Okay, I will. Um, so, yeah. When you're able to recall it, let me know. A stranger called. A stranger. I don't know. You're, you're in the wrong tense. Strangest calls. <laughs> I don't know. Stranger, stranger things. That's where is that where we're headed? Uh, apparently, that's where my mind is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. I I don't know. I'll have to remember that by looking it up later. Well, when a stranger calls, you will remember. <gasps> oh, when a stranger calls, that's what it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, when a stranger I have calls not back. taken any medications for the flu that I don't have. <laughs> um, but yeah, this Oreo <laughs> Cookie Club is. What kind of deal is that? Who would want that? Mm -mm. No. I would pay them $240 a year to not ever have to see flavored Oreos again. Well, I wouldn't, but I understand your point. Mm -hmm. But speaking of flavored Oreos, James Cunningham recently sent us a picture that he went out and bought red velvet Oreos. Yes. Did you see the result of that? Yeah, he didn't like them. Oh, no. He thinks it gave him a stomach virus. Yeah, he does. So, although I think it was Stat Young Man said, well, it didn't give me a stomach virus. But he didn't eat them. So that's the control right there. Oh, he didn't eat them. Okay. So I think in our, our you know, huge 
sample size data set. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Stat Man can give some more input on this since he's our analytics person, stat person. Um, but one person ate flavored Oreos and got a stomach virus. The control, the second person, did not eat any flavored Oreos and did not get a stomach virus. So I think without a shadow of a doubt, with within, you know, plus or minus 5%, we can surely say that eating flavored Oreos 100% gives you stomach viruses. Sorry that Science. James Cunningham, I'm sorry that James Cunningham got the the bug and yes, it will it will keep me away from red velvet Oreos cuz obviously that is what we've decided from that young man being the control is that mm-hmm. yes that's why he got the stomach bug. Although I did get the flu and a stomach virus and did not eat any flavored Oreos. That's true. My world is upside down. We've thrown, let's throw it all out. Well, throw I would say out. that I would try these, but I'm not going to now. Oh my gosh, I'm not trying these. Are you kidding? And you know, he, he said that you were right, Oreos stay in your lane, but I think that's prob- that, that's been both of our, um, I think, our yes. stance from the beginning. Oreos stay in your lane. Yeah, I think he said, agree- said it to me because I, would, I had said on Twitter that, you know, that uh, these flavored Oreos were the devil. and Well, that's true, they are. Except for, I do make an exception for mint. I do make an exception for mint. The road to hell is paved by one step at a time. Yeah. And again, uh, my contention is double step. Double stuff is the best Oreo. I can... I can tolerate them. Okay. Good. Okay, it's not fruit. Yeah. That's the best fruit. I can say about it. We would never do a top three Oreo because we'd only have one. Yeah. Oreo. Yes. Oreo. Period. The end. The end. But but do you have any Amazon reviews this week? Um, No, but I do have one personal review. Oh, you do? Let's hear it. Yes. Um, the flu sucks. <laughs> Zero out of five stars. Would not recommend. Would not get again. The end. The end. Ugh. I, I'm better think, than know. Do you think anybody would ever rate a flu with anything but zero stars? Um, I would have rated previous flus at least one out of five stars just to give this one its due as worse. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am glad you're on the mend because it sounded oh, yeah. it sounded like it was awful or still is awful. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's one of these things where I ain't great right now, but I'm much better. And honestly, it could have been a lot worse last week. So I'm very glad that I am over it and it wasn't worse than it was, but it was, it was bad for the flu. So I'm, I'm glad it's wrapping up. I'm ready to get back into action. Yeah. Well, thank you for playing hurt this week. Oh, of course. Thanks for everybody for hanging in there with us while we were, so I could rest last week and take it off. <coughs> Do we have anything else this week? Um, I actually don't know, do we? No. No, I don't. Cool. All right. I think that'll... Could we call this a podcast? I'm sure. Let's call it a podcast. <laughs> okay. Call it a wrap. It's good to be back. Yes. Sort of. be back. Next week, tune in. Hopefully, we'll be full back. Okay. Wait a minute. Um... Tailback? Okay. All right. 
<laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Visual effects by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Oh, and speaking of vision, after all that talk about being sickly and my flaky snow story and all the ridiculous nonsense from today's episode, I thought it was time for another dad joke. And this is an actual dad joke because I've heard my dad say it, or some variation of it, at least 10,582 times in the last year. Anyway, here goes. Here's the scene. Let's let's say it's a car dealership uh, shopping for a new car. We've picked out the type of car we want, and now we're deciding on accessories. The salesman asks, How about adding on the comfort package? It includes a neck air conditioning vent. It's a really big hit with our customers. I've sold a lot of these. And my dad responds, Oh no, I can't do that because of my eyes. I just can't see wasting my money on that. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.